We are so glad that you joined us today. God wants to do so much in you and through you, and we would love to hear about it. Would you send us an email at shannon at hectorfirst.com to tell us your story? You can also go online and give to this ministry by going to hectorfirst.com and clicking the Give tab. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the message. Gomer said to Andy, here's a spiritual nugget for you. You know who I'm talking about? Does anybody not? Don't raise your hand if you don't know. Gomer said to Andy, surprise, surprise, surprise. It's me, amen. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You never expected that, did you? I didn't either. I was reading in the Word of God about four days ago. And I ran across something. And I thought, "Mm, boy, I really like that. I really like that a lot. And I read it two or three times. And I kept looking at it. And I thought, "Mm, there's something there. There is something there that needs to be said. And I thought, maybe someday I'll get a chance. I might share it one-on-one with somebody. I might share it when we're singing. But I thought, oh, there's something there in that little story that needs to be, something needs to be said about it. And I had no idea I'd tell you all about it this morning. But I'm going to. Amen? Well, are you glad for the name of Jesus? One more time. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout? Now, I'm not going to take that quietness. Can you shout hallelujah one time for me this morning? That's a lot better. Y'all coming along. Just keep coming along. I got to get something over here. Hallelujah. I'm about, I'm a one. I need to tell some of you this so you won't be shocked when you hear me. About a year ago, God changed something in my life. As a matter of fact, it was almost exactly one year ago. One year ago, Pam and I, we attended, and I've told some of the people this, we attended a gospel concert about one year ago, almost from last night. And uh, God spoke to me in that service that night. And He said that He was not completely finished with me. Although I had pretty much retired out and I wanted to coast along. But He said, I'm not quite finished with you yet. And that means uh, He's not finished with me. That means He's not finished with Pam either. And we went to a concert last night in the same place. Almost sat in the same exact spot one year ago we were there we were back again last night and God's still saying I'm not done with you yet let me give you a word this morning friend if you are in that boat today and you're saying I'm older you're saying I can't talk Moses said that you're not finished until God says you're finished so don't say I'm just going to retire on out because it just might not work that way we went to that place last night. I'll tell you where it was. It doesn't matter where it was at. It was Victory Missionary Baptist Church. And they're picking up. They're putting on these concerts every year. They're doing a little southern gospel. They're doing a little bluegrass gospel. I think in the fall they're coming in with a more contemporary group. And they're trying to get it started. You need to look for that. 
Well, anybody that's going to bring in some good music, folks, we need to try to support them, okay? So you look for that. And they, didn't, they don't even know who I am. And here I am plugging them. I'm telling you, go down there and listen to them. Buy a ticket. Support them. We need more good music. I don't care if it's southern, gospel, bluegrass, or contemporary. It doesn't matter to me. There, did you know there's going to be all kinds of it in heaven? There's going to be an old song. There's going to be a new song. There's going to be the songs of Moses. So if you just like one or the other, and you say I don't like that kind you're in trouble because there's going to be all kinds when we get to heaven well can you shout amen somebody well that's pretty good amen y'all come I'm telling you you're coming along you're coming along but I tell you he talked to me spoke to me down there about a year ago I became an A1 bona fide I really did church I'm serious I'm going to tell you something I'm serious I became a 100% tongue talker I had been that sometime for many years but God spoke to me that night and He said, I'm not done with you. And I began to read the Word of God and I began to look into it. And the more I read it and the more I looked into it, the more it got in me. And the more it got in me, the more excited I got. And the more excited I got, the more I prayed in the Spirit. And the more I prayed in the Spirit, I felt more of the power of God. And I'm going to tell you something. It worked for me and it needs to work for some of you because I can see it on your face. It needs to work for some of you. So if I go off on a tongue-talking tangent, and there's possibility that I, it's possible that I will, because when it gets in me, I can't hold it back. And I want you to know I've tried to talk it out. I've tried to talk it out, but the more I talk it out, the more it fills me up. There's no way to get away from it. The more of it you give out, the more you're going to get. Amen. So you try it. You try it. I believe it'll change your walk with Jesus. You say, I don't know how. Well, look into the Word of God. It's there. It's there. Or just talk to somebody about it. It's, it's there. It's there. Hallelujah. Oh, mm, thank you, Lord. This is a joke. But I wanted to say, I brought this. I thought I might sing a song. I don't think we need another song. I believe we just need to hear the word. And Pam, I don't look at Pam because she'd be going, well, get on with it. Get on with it if you're going to do it. Get on with it. But I always wanted to say this. Out on the table in the foyer, there's CDs. You can buy one for 20 or you can buy three or four for 20 each. Still, I'm not going to cut you a break. No, I'm just kidding. I just always wanted to say that. I don't have any CDs for sale. I don't have a table. All I got is a CD of another guy's song, which I'm not going to sing. Amen. I just wanted to throw that in case somebody needed to hear that. Of course, that's fresh on my mind because we heard that last night. Amen. We heard that last night. Turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. I'll sell you this CD. No, I won't. I might need it. I'll just keep it. Hallelujah. Hello, Pastor Shannon. Sister Susan. We hope that you are doing better now. We hope that you're feeling better. Are you over there at Matthew chapter 8? So this is what I was reading. This is what I was reading a few days ago when I said it jumped out there at me. This is New King James Version. This is New King James Version is what I'm reading. Close to King James leaves out a few these and thous, and I know probably a lot of you are looking at different 
uh, versions of the Bible, but this one is New King James. Matthew 8, when he had come down from the mountain. Now, we're going to read this through, and then we're going to go back and talk about a few things. And when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him. I don't, I don't know if you're writing your Bible or not, but if I was writing or if I was highlighting, I'd, I'd highlight that. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. We'll go ahead and read the fourth verse. We're not, I'm not going to talk about what is within that verse if, you're, if, if, you're, if you would like to inquire what he is speaking of in the fourth verse, you will need to go to Leviticus chapter 14. Leviticus chapter 14, and it will all be explained to you what he is talking about. But this is what he said. It said, Immediately his leprosy was cleansed, and Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that, Mo- uh, that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. That is Matthew chapter 8, verse 1 through 4. Although we're only going to use one through three. Let us look to our Lord today. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, now as we come to this part of this service, may you take this word that has been read in this place this morning and may you rightly divide it among your people. God, that your word would not go out void, but God, it would find a place that it would go out and it would lodge. Lord, it would miss, but God, I pray it would lodge in the heart of somebody or several somebodies. Lord, we want to say we're going to bind the distraction. We're not looking for a distraction. We're looking for the hand of God. We're looking for your hand to move in this place. So Lord, take control of our thoughts. Lord, may we do all that we can to lift up your name. Lord, thank you for the good music. Thank you for the singers. Thank you for the players. God, we've done our part now and Lord now we're going to share something to the world through the word and God we pray that you'd anoint it let your anointing flow out of here into our hearts and into our minds that we might hear what you are saying to us in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah amen amen oh one more time somebody shout amen you're getting better Oh, you're getting better every time. Hallelujah. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. Matthew. We know he's the first book in the New Testament. At least that's the way they've got them lined up. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They're called what? The synoptic gospels. They're called the synoptic. It's a Latin word that means, uh, I believe it means meet together or be alike. Be alike. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they're similar. They're a lot of, when you read through them, you'll see they're very similar, but none of them are exactly alike. And of course, then you got John. 
and he's off out there somewhere, and he's my favorite. He's off out there doing his own thing, and he's the one that I love to read the most. But today, we're not in John. We're in Matthew, amen? So Matthew starts, Matthew the tax collector, and he's writing this word. And what I would like to do is take just a couple of minutes, a moment or two, or maybe five, or maybe ten, and I want to go back, and I would like to sort of recap what has happened. I want you to know what is going on. I want you to know what has led us to this place in the Word, all right? What has led us to this story about this leper? What has happened? Well, we're going to talk about it. There's not much of a Christmas story in Matthew. The Christmas story is in Luke, amen? The Christmas story that we read, the Christmas story that we all enjoy every year, we get it out of Luke. We don't get it out of Matthew. Matthew doesn't say a whole lot about it, but he got here. He was born. He began to walk. He began to preach. He began to teach. But watch this. In the third chapter of the book of Matthew, he has not yet started that ministry. But John the Baptist, how many of you know about John the Baptist? What a guy he was. Oh, what a guy he was. If I don't if you don't know about him, I hope I can tell you something about him. Maybe that you didn't know. John the Baptist shows up and he's making the way for Jesus. He said, I'm not the one, but there's one coming after me that's mightier than I. And he said, I'm not worthy to even reach down and tie his shoe. I'm not worthy to pull a sandal off his foot. And he said, that's the one that is coming after me. The prophet Isaiah said, he's the voice of one crying in the wilderness. This is John prepare the way of the Lord make his path straight John come preaching John come baptizing and he was a mess of a man and I'm going to throw this into you right now this has got nothing to do with what I want to tell you but don't help me remember now we're going back to the leper We're going back to the leper. But before we can get there, a while back I was grumbling in my heart. And I think I was down there at my house somewhere. And I'm 65 years old. And I don't like, I've had to work work on it. I've had to make some changes. I don't always like everything that is new. I like the stuff the way I don't like for things to change. But the music has changed and I've got to get used to it. I'm getting, I'm almost there. The dress code has changed drastically. We don't dress like we used to. We don't dress and I was thinking, God, sometimes we come to church and I see people and they're dressed so, uh, what my mama called that, slouchy. And God said to me, I believe he spoke it to me, Perch. He said, you think they look bad. Why don't you look in the Word and see what John the Baptist looked like. Boy, it, it got a hold of me, y'all. It did. I thought, oh my. And I would think that somebody would not be dressed as good as I think they... Lord, forgive me. John, all he had was a camel hair wrap and a, and a leather belt and maybe some sandals. And he came out of the desert and he ate honey. Oh, honey's a mess, isn't it? Oh, it's honey. Can't you string it all the way from your plate to your mouth? You got to have a biscuit, don't you? You got to have a biscuit to put down in there. Or you're going to string it. And if you probably got an old long beard like John had, it's probably going to be all in his beard. So here it came. Had a camel wrap. I call it a camel wrap on him. He had a leather girdle, a leather belt wrapped about him. I wouldn't doubt what he wasn't barefooted. He probably had honey in his beard. And they're bound to have been a piece of a locust somewhere. Somewhere in that beard. They're bound to be a 
been to have been a piece of locust in there somewhere. I said, Lord, I'll never go that way again. I'll never bring it up again. Never again will I say they might not be dressed in a way that would suit me. Well, that's too much time to spend on John. But I'm not done with him yet. Jesus came to him and he wanted to be baptized. We're going back to the leper story, so hold on to that. Jesus wanted to be baptized and Jesus said, I, I, I want you to baptize. And John said, you, I can't baptize you. Amen? You ought to baptize me. I, we can't do that. I'm not worthy to baptize you. Jesus said, well, it's got to be done. We've got to get the show on the road. That's Pruitt translation. We've got to get this done. We've got to get the show on the road. I said, that's Pruitt translation. That's my own translation. He said, we got to get down. John baptized him. The Spirit of God descended upon him in the form of a dove. And a voice said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then they moved on. They kept going. Jesus was led into the desert there to be tempted 40 days and 40 nights. I'm going to tell you something, church. You may know this or you may not, but the devil, he's not nearly as smart as he thinks he might be. You think you think he's got an upper hand on you sometimes? Oh, read the word. Read the word. Read the word. You'll beat him out every single time. Read the word. And that idiot devil, he came to Jesus, the Son of God, after he had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. That's not the time to come to Jesus and try to tempt him. He could have just slapped him around. Well, he did. But he slapped him with the word. We all know that, don't we? He slapped. We don't have time to go into that. But he slapped him with the word. He slapped. He, I mean, he put it on him. Uh, you might say, here, I'll give you some more Pruitt translation. He put a knot on the side of his head with the word of God. Amen. He went and he called four of his men. He called, who did he call? Peter and Andrew, James and John. Great multitudes. I'm going back to the leper now. I've not forgot him. James and John, Peter and Andrew, they were with him. He be, this is when he began his ministry. Great multitudes begin to, great multitudes begin to follow him. It says that in Matthew chapter 4, verse 25. Great multitudes followed him and then beginning in chapter 5 we have something that is known and we're almost back there we have something that is known as what? the Sermon on the Mount the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus went up on a mountain and the word says he sat down the disciples came to him great multitudes followed him and he began to speak to them now watch this if you're looking in a red letter Bible if you've got a red letter Bible with you you will see verses, uh, chapters 5, 6, and 7. They're all red letters except for, I think, two verses. Matthew chapter 5 is not red letters. Matthew chapter 7, I think the last two verses are not red letters. But everything in between there uh, uh, pretty much is, it is all red letters. Jesus teaching. Jesus teaching. The sermon on the Mount. We get a lot of Bible quoting out of the Sermon on the Mount. We do. A lot of what you hear, what we hear preachers say, a lot of it comes out of the Sermon on the Mount. Let me give you a little of it. Jesus said this, you're the light of the world. Amen. You, ye, y'all are the light of the world. 
He said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your, your Father in heaven. In the sixth chapter is our prayer, our model prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be. That's in the Sermon on the Mount. Probably been quoted more, probably been prayed more than about anything else. That's in the Sermon on the Mount. And let's read it. Our Father in heaven, this is New King James. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Hallelujah. That's not in there. I put that in there. Hallelujah. Our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know it, don't you? Don't lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Now am I going to get an amen? amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He said, don't lay up for yourself treasures where moth, uh, where moth and rust doth corrupt them. He said, don't lay them up in the wrong place. He said, but this. He said, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys. Thieves don't break in and steal it. For church, where your heart is there, sorry, I'm sorry. For where your treasure is, <laughs> there your heart will be also. I'm just a little rusty. I did this about 20 years ago. Okay, so, so yeah, <laughs> I, may, I may get things a little out of order from time to time, but I'm just, I'm just impressed myself so far that I've got this far without messing up too many times. <laughs> For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. I got to go on. Chapter 7, chapter 7, he said, ask and it'll be given. We're still in the sermon. Ask, ask and it'll be given to you. Uh, seek and you'll find, knock, it'll be open. Everybody that asks receives. He who seeks find, finds, and to him who knocks, it'll be opened. And let me say this before we move on. Uh, anybody that still wants to ask, and anybody that still wants to seek, uh, and anybody that still wants to knock, you just keep on because it'll work for you. Because the Word of God said it will work. And if you pray it and if you follow it, it will work. Whatever your situation is, don't give up on God. What did it say? Ask. It said knock and seek. You keep on doing it. It still works. It's a formula that will still work today if you will put it in to your everyday life and practice that. He said enter in. I'm almost back now. Enter in by the narrow gate. But i got to get this one in. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. It's an easy road. And many be there that are following it. Many are following the easy road. But he said because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few that find it hallelujah few that find it now all of these things that I've read to you plus there's a whole lot more in there and we talk a lot about the wise man that built his house on the rock. We talk about that. You hear that from time to time. People, because people know it. Because they've read it. And it's easy to read. And it makes for good reading. Okay. We talk about the wise man that built his house on the rock. Or the foolish man that built his house upon the sand. But I want to point out something to you. Although you may not have a Bible or anything open there now. But in Matthew 7, 24. He, Jesus makes this statement. And I want you to hear it. He said this. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine 
and does them. When he said that, he is referring exactly to what he has just said through all of those words on the sermon on the, uh, there at the mount. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, church, it's still for you. It's still for me. I keep saying it still works. It's not something that's outdated, but it still works. If you do what this word says, he said, if you hear them and if you hear these sayings of mine and you do them, we must be more than just someone that hears the word of God, but we must be doers of the word. Can you shout amen now? Oh, got to be a doer of the word. He said, if you do it, he said, then this be like the man, the wise man that built his house on the rock. Rains came, floods came, winds blew, and it didn't fall because it was on the rock. You know what happened to the foolish man, don't you? Built it on the sand. Rains came and all that, the wind blew. And as my daddy had said, down she went. Down she went. Didn't stand. No, sir. Didn't have any foundation. What do you got to do to beat that out? You got to do what he said to do. You cannot go another way. There's only one way, and that way is through Jesus. Now, do you all know where that brings us back to? We're back to that leper. So you see what's happened? See what all's going on? Man, they've been through a whole lot of stuff, and here comes this leper. And this is what it said. When he had come down from the mountain. What mountain was that? It's the one he went up on in the beginning of chapter 5. That's what it says at the beginning of chapter 5. If you look at it, he went up on a mountain. And he's been up there all this time. And now he has come down from the mountain. Remember a while ago I said at the end, somewhere near the end of Matthew 4, it said great multitudes followed him. Guess what? They're still following him. They're still there. Amen. They're still there, brother. They didn't leave. They liked the preaching. Well, when I was a little old boy, I wouldn't stay for preaching. I might go for Sunday school, but I'd get on my bicycle and I'd go home. It's only a mile to my house. And Mama said, you boys can go if you want to. But you can come home. You don't have to stay for the preaching. That old man, he seemed mighty old to me. He probably wasn't near as old as I thought he was. I didn't know what he was talking about. He's probably not near as old as I am now. I didn't know what he was talking about and we wouldn't stay. I didn't care for the preaching, but I got a different idea about it now. Hallelujah! I said, I've got a different idea about it now. And so they stayed through all the preaching. The great multitudes are still there. Now here we go. And behold a leper. Behold a leper. I did not know what time that I started. I only know what time it is now. And it's pretty early. So here we go. A leper came to him. In modern day, you may or may not know that this is called Hansen's disease. Hansen. Did somebody get it right or did y'all miss it? Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> What'd you call it? Oh, I, we know it's leprosy. <laughs> called Hansen's disease. Uh, people still get it. Uh, let me give you some information. In 2020, which is the, late, the, the, the latest data they have, there was 160 people had it in the United States. Now, I know that's not many, 
amongst, the, I guess, millions of people. But people still get it. They still get it. Uh, now they know how to treat it. They didn't know how to treat it then. Uh, there are actually clinics in different places in the United States that are, this is, they specialize in it. If you've got leprosy, you go there and they treat you and they help you to, to get well. And people live from it. They, 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 they live through it and they go on and live a regular life. Uh, but as uh, uh, far as Hansen's disease, there was some guy named Hansen. I would tell you his first name, but I don't, have, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Mr. Hansen. That's what <laughs> his name is Mr. Hansen. It's sometime in the late 1800s. He figured out what leprosy was and he figured out what they might could do to fix it. And in this day and time, they use antibiotics to treat it. But I want to show you something. It said, Behold a leper. A leper in that day, he didn't know there was an antibiotic because there wasn't one. He didn't know there was a clinic because there was not one. He didn't even know probably a doctor that could treat him and make him well because there was no way to do it. If you got it, you had it. Now, some people would get over it because there is a way. It's the last verse that I read to you in Leviticus. I didn't read it, but it's in Leviticus 14. There was a way to get over it and get through it, but this guy is not there yet. He is a leper. He didn't know it'd be called Hansen's disease. He didn't know we'd have data that'd tell us how many cases they had in the United States. He didn't even know there would be a United States. He didn't know you could get treated with antibiotics. I know I already said this, but there wasn't any antibiotics. He didn't know. I don't know if I told you this, but you can go to Baton Rouge, Louisiana this morning and you can find a Hansen's disease clinic that will help you get over that should you have it. He didn't know there was a Baton Rouge. He didn't know anything about that. But this, this, this is what he knew, church. Are you ready? He knew if he could get to this man named Jesus, whether he knew anything about any medicine, he didn't have to. He knew if he could get to this man named Jesus, everything might just be all right. And I'm going to tell you something today. Some of you are sitting in a something that's not leprosy, but you're wrapped up in something. Something's got a hold on you. Something's got a hold on you. You know how to get rid of it? Do you want to get rid of it? Do you want to walk with Jesus? Go to Him. That is what the leper did. He presented Himself to Him. And things are about to change. You need a change in your life? You need a change in your life. Take it to Jesus because that is where the change will start to take place. Now this next part is the most important part of all that I want to say to you. And when you get done, when we get done, you might have a stomped toe. Or you might have a black eye, spiritually speaking. I don't know if you will or not because I'm nobody's judge about this. You know, when you look on a group of people, if they're just sitting there looking at you, that does not necessarily mean they're not worshiping the Lord. I believe that true worship must come out of here. Amen? True worship must come from the inside. But sometimes when you worship on the inside, it works its way to the outside. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? <laughs> sometimes when you get to worshiping on the inside, I'm going to tell you it works its way to the outside. Me and old Sister Pam sitting in that Concert last night, there must have been three, four hundred people there. I don't know, it wasn't no big crowd. 
I think me and her were the youngest ones there. Amen. Just about. It's older kind of music. Woo! But man, could they bring me. I tell you, I wanted to jump up a couple of times and I wanted to dance in the aisle. But I didn't think it'd work. But me and old sister Pruitt over there, we couldn't keep our hands down. Oh, when they'd start to sing about the goodness of God, and you know, and they had it just about one decibel more than, no, one decibel less than you could stand it. That music, Pentecostals like it loud. I don't know about, I do. I don't like to strain to hear it. I like to be able to hear what they're doing. And uh, boy, they'd get to singing those songs and hear me and Sister Pruitt would go, oh, Jesus. Jesus, I could see somebody over there. They couldn't, it done worked on the inside and worked its way to the outside. Amen. Can I get an amen on that I said it started on the inside but it worked its way to the outside here we'd go here we'd go it wasn't really spring loaded but oh they'd start up they'd start up I wanted to do more than what I was doing there's one over here there's one up in front of us and there's three or four on the other side and that's about all the hands that went up in that place and we might not have raised ours up but I'm going to tell you something church it was more than we could stand Stand. He'd get inside and it worked its way to the outside. Let's see what he did. A leper came and he worshiped him. Now, where are you at, Katie Joe? You old stinker, you. I tell you what, she read at the start. Some of it was exactly what I had on about the worshiping, that what all that you were reading. It is, it is simply, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you it's it's amazing. Is what it is that she said what she said because I'm like, that's what I was going to say. I think, well, maybe she won't say nothing else. And she'd say something else, and I'd think, that's what I was going to say. But you know, I said, I'm, I, my memory's not that good anymore. I know she said it, I don't know exactly what it was, so I'm just going to say it again. Amen? I'm just going to have to say all that again. And it may not be word for word, it probably won't be anywhere near it, but I'm telling you. And, and she didn't have any idea what I would say. No idea in this world what I would say. I mean, I could have been preaching about knowing the ark. Amen? We might have been preaching about Daniel in the lion's den. But we're talking about a leper that came to Jesus and worshipped him. How did he worship? We do not know. We don't know what he did. And that's why I'm saying people worship differently. Some of us are louder. Some of you are quieter. Some of you are in the mid-range somewhere. You're not really loud and you're not really quiet. But... As long as you worship the Lord from your heart and with all that is within you, I don't care if you wave your hands. I don't care if you kick your leg. I don't care if you do any of that. But worship the Lord wholeheartedly however you do it. Don't sit there like a knot on a log and think, man, i got to do something tomorrow. Oh, there's something i got to do tomorrow and I'm worried about it. Put it aside for just a moment and give the Lord all that you have. I'm putting a plug in now for the worship service. Amen. For the worship service. But I tell you what, we made our minds up a long time ago. It didn't matter what kind of reaction we got from anybody. We're fixing to worship the Lord. Amen. And some of y'all sure are good at helping us and we appreciate it. But if you're not doing anything, if you're not saying anything, I ain't casting no, I'm not casting a stone at you. Because we all worship differently. Amen. So you worship the Lord in the way that you are comfortable doing. How did he do it? We don't know. Maybe, maybe he came up to him and he said, Oh, I've heard of you. Woo, 
I heard you preaching over there on the mount. Oh, I saw you healing those people back over there before we ever got to the mount. Because that's what it said. They was having some big healing services before he ever got to the sermon on the mount. They were. They was having some big healing. And so maybe he was there for all of it. This one thing I do know, that leper was not supposed to be amongst those people. He must have had himself covered up some way. No one would have wanted to be around him. It's like running from somebody that's got COVID. During that, when that really broke out bad, you get around somebody. If I was a, if I went to, just say for example, I went to somebody's house. Maybe I got out of my car and I was walking up to their front door. And they come out and said, this didn't happen, but it could have. They come out and said, stop right there, Brother Ricky. We got COVID. I'd be, yeah, hey. Oh. Amen? How many of you got into something? Did anybody get into something like that? I did. A guy actually came to my house, and he was getting out, and he backtracked. Another, another couple I was talking to one day, they drove by me. I was walking. They drove by me, and they saw me down there, and they backed up, and, and I wasn't too far from them. Maybe from here to the front row. And I backed up a little bit more because we'd been exposed. And they stopped there. How you doing? I'm doing good. I said, don't get out and come over here. I've been exposed to that virus. And boy, they're like, yeah, well, we got to go. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> we don't have, you might breathe, breathe something over here and it might get on us. <laughs> Amen. Where was I? <laughs> Where was I? The leper, oh yeah, he wasn't supposed to be in that group. Nobody wanted to be around a leper. Thank you, Sherry. Nobody wanted to be around a leper. He must have had it covered up, but he knew he had to get to Jesus. And whatever it takes to get to Jesus, hear me today, you may have something in your life. You got it covered up, but as long as you get to Jesus, and he'll help you uncover it, and he'll help you take care of whatever it is that has got a hold of you. Let Jesus get a hold of you and take care of that. But I want to show you something. And I know I've got to start to wind this down, but I want to show you something, church. He came to him, and this is what I'm trying to get to. He came to him, and he worshipped him. Listen, he did not wait to get healed first. Oh, oh, uh huh. Now, what do we think is. For sure, as Pentecostals, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear it up as soon as I see the Lord do something. When He moves, I'm going to move. When He touches somebody, I'm going to shout. When He heals somebody some way, oh, I'm going to shout. I'm going to tear a hole in this rug dancing because God did something great. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Are you seeing what I'm saying? We have it backwards. We want to see God move. Here it is, church. You remember this if you don't remember anything else that I said. We want to see God move so we can move. We want to see God do something great. And when He does, we're going to move. And we're going to shout. And we're going to worship. But the leper worshipped before the miracle came. We got it out of order. That's what we got. We got it out of order. Praise team. Sing us a good fasting and we'll shout. Huh. 
Uh, how about you shout, and then we'll sing a good fasting. How about we're going to praise you if you heal somebody. How about we praise him, and then he heals somebody. Hallelujah. Now somebody shout amen to that. Oh, y'all are coming along, man. Y'all are getting better and better and better. Hallelujah. But isn't that good? I, that's what I saw when I read it, church. That's what I saw when I read it. It said the leper came to him and he worshipped him. And then he said, Lord, if you want to, you can make me clean. Nothing had happened yet. He just came to him and worshipped him. In what manner, I don't know. But he did because the Bible says he did. He worshipped him in some way or another. And he said this. But then the leper said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And then Jesus put out his hand. Oh, he really did a no-no then, didn't he? Amen. He really did something then. Jesus would do something that nobody normally did. Remember how we were talking about how you run from COVID. They run from leprosy the same way. But not our Lord and Savior. You hear me? There is no situation that he cannot handle in your your life and never forget it back there. Hey, back there, y'all never forget it. Hey, back there. Hey, y'all don't forget there. There's no situation that you can get yourself into that he cannot take care of if you put your trust in him. He said, I will. He said, I will. Then he done something it was unheard of. He reached out and touched the sick man. But it was nothing for Jesus. It said he reached out and he touched him. And he said, I am willing. Be cleansed. And immediately, not as he went on his way. Not as he went to the priest. But this says that he, now I believe, am I wrong? But were there not ten lepers that he told, go show yourself? Come on. Was there not <laughs> another place? It's just come to my mind. And they were healed as they went. But this guy wasn't this guy was healed when he touched him. Immediately, the leprosy left. Immediately, he was cleansed. The Word of God says this. He was cleansed. Ah, do you know him? Uh, Do you know him? Uh, I say again. Do you know him? I'm going to say it again. Uh, Do you know him? Do you know this man, this leper-cleansing man? From Galilee. Hallelujah. Do you know him today? I've spoke to you for a few minutes about this subject. I want you to come up here. Where you at? I want you all to come up here. Boy, I'm throwing them a curve now. I want us a good praise song. Y'all got one of them you can do for us? I want to praise him for just a minute. I want to worship him for just a minute. Can y'all do that? I'm about done with what I got to say, but I want you to do something for me. We're going to spend just a little bit, just a little bit of time. I think we may worship him a little. Let's worship him just a little bit, and let's wait and see if he does something. Amen. Let's wait. Boy, I've got something I need him to do for me. Well, worship him a little bit. Maybe it'll come your way. Is that a guarantee? No, but I'd take my chances with it any day. Amen. I'd take my chances going that route, then I would say, I'm not a praising the Lord. I'm not going to do it. I'm going, I'm here. I'm stove up. I can't move. If I don't move, maybe he'll think I'm, he said we worship in our hearts. Maybe he'll think I'm praising the Lord joyfully in my heart. And I might do that. Amen. That's between you and God. That's between you and God. You know, it's not for me to say one way or the other. He said this, I am willing to touch you. And he did 
and he was cleansed. Do you know him? I have been talking and you were thinking, I might do that. I might could do that. But I just don't know if I know him. I just, I'm not sure I know who he's talking about. There's some of you today, you might be a little cold in your spirit. Might be a little cold in your spirit. I'm going to tell you today, this is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. It is a time not to hold back. He did not say that, but it is a time to rejoice in the name of Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. The leper, one more time, the leper did not come to Jesus and say, Jesus, will you heal me? He came to him and said, What a mighty God. Hallelujah. Oh, did he say what a mighty God? He might have. I just made that up. It sounded good to me. What a mighty God. You're Jesus. You're his son. I worship you today. That's what he did. He didn't come and say, Jesus, I'm a sick man. Need you to heal me. But he said, I'm going to praise your mighty name. And then I'm going to ask you to heal me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, somebody shout, Hallelujah. Come on. I heard one. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm coming around now. Boy, you're getting about where I want you to be. Amen. Amen. They're going to sing something. Or they do, though. Y'all play it, play it, play it. Pastor Shannon knows. He knew what he was getting himself into. When he asked me to do this, I said, I'll try to put something together. He didn't know I already had it put together. But he, at this point in this service, would ask you to stand. Would y'all do that, please? And he'd say, bow your heads and close your eyes. That's what he'd say. Bow your heads and close your eyes. And he'd say, do you know this Jesus? That's what he'd say. Pastor Shannon, I'm doing it just like you do it. Do you know this Jesus? Do you know this Jesus? If you do not know him, we want to take just a moment and give you an opportunity to know him and become familiar with him. Now, would everybody just bow your head for a minute? do this just in reverence to the Lord would you just bow your head close your eyes a little bit and let's, let's see if somebody might need to accept the Lord are you here I won't hold this very long I'm not going to hold it long but how many of you are here today and you say I don't know him but I want to know him starting today anybody anywhere I do not know him but I want to know him starting today anybody oh okay everybody's saved there's two things that just happened everybody's saved or you probably just lied if you're not saved amen because nobody said I'm not saved so I'm assuming everybody is Pastor Katie Joe, I want you to sing us a song I don't know what it is but I want you to sing it for us would you do it please whatever it is just play it just sing it
y'all know this, don't you? A lot of y'all know this song. Sing it with me. Sing it with me. I could sing these songs. Hallelujah. As I often do. But every song must be you let me
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 